Do you ever get tired of the same old boring news? Do you ever wish the news was very nearly funny? I know we did. Hi, I'm Gene Person. And I'm Greg Person. And that's why we created Anchor Persons. A news podcast. For people who hate the news. By people who hate the news. Every week, we lampoon the laughable thing that journalism has become. We make up facts about your home state. We break stories on the latest in food crime. We take two completely unrelated things and figure out how they're connected. And we keep you informed on the emotional weather. Find Anchor Persons on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or a completely different podcatcher that you prefer. Will you laugh? No. But will you be informed? Also no. Anchor Persons, the only news podcast hosted by persons. Subscribe today. Florida Georgia Line did a song with Nelly. It makes me very upset. (laughs) They they, they, they pulled poor Nelly into this. doesn't work, man. You're ruining my memories of Nelly. <laughs> doing that. And they're very important to me, my memories are. of Nelly. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I, think, I think about Nelly all the time. Welcome to Rosé, the podcast for those who drink rosé. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in rosé. To my right, Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. And to my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. Uh, Tim Hansen uh, is not joining us once again uh, for this show as he had a last-minute conflict for this particular session. Uh, we believe he'll be back next week uh, once he's done, uh, yeah, I guess, fighting the Viet Cong. Uh, or whatever <laughs> or he decided he was doing. Yeah. yeah, or something like that. Uh, I'm going to level the guys real, real quick, because... Uh, I feel like we need to get the energy up in this room. And I, I partly blame myself because I think I lapsed into like NPR voice during, during <laughs> our last episode. And like, you know, you know th- listen, Mar Eliasson does not do a, a, a great comedy podcast, a great, you know, you know, rattling off jokes and, and great witty observations uh, the way that we do here. So I'm going to start bringing the fuddies here on this show. Uh, and, I, and I hope to, to, to pull you guys along with me. Yeah, yeah. You do like morning zoo. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Freddie in the splat here, in ninety-seven four. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's just to get the energy up a little bit. This is this is the third the third episode we're doing today. Yeah. You know, so we got we gotta gotta get that 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 burst to the finish line here. Hmm. Good stuff. Great. <laughs> I didn't think you were I gonna take a stop. <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting this stop. Exactly what I was thinking of when I mentioned that. It was just dead fucking silence. Tess, can you make that like twenty minutes long? Because that's what it felt like to me. I wasn't expecting to stop when I went to go drink. Yeah, big oh, slur. Rich, Rich is uh, Rich is polishing off his coffee. It's like four in the afternoon, and I, that's look. the other problem here is that like we're drinking in the middle of the day. Uh, you know, when we started doing this podcast, we were all a little, eh, just a little bit younger. And so, you know, we were, we were polishing these drinks off at like 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night. Uh, and now we're like, you know, we're, we're having a depressant alcohol to go with the stimulant <laughs> yeah. of caffeine and our bodies just don't know what to do with it. Yeah. 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 Yep. Pretty much. We're just setting ourselves at war with ourselves. Uh, but welcome to the award winning Brose podcast available on all major podcasting platforms. I'm realizing now a problem. <laughs> I flung the bell across the room after our last episode. You never I didn't got go, it. I didn't go pick it up. So the premise of our show... Uh, ding! Ding! 
is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything. And we do it while enjoying a delicious glass of wine. So if you have a question you would like us to answer on the air, the way that listeners like Brian Everett, Charlie Brem, and Hastings have had their questions answered on the air, you want to email them to brosequestions at gmail.com, and we will do our best uh, to give you our, our, our unadulterated, unfiltered thoughts uh, on the air with with a touch of mirth. A touch of mirth is what we get. We try. We try yeah. to get uh, inject that mirth. Yeah, yeah, dude, we, we really do. Uh, I'm gonna, Your thoughts, Rich? Uh, I'm going to be honest. Uh, we've been doing this podcast for uh, three years now. I don't know the definition of mirth. <laughs> great. Continue. It's, it's like a tannin. It, uh, you put it in wine and it tastes great. <laughs> that doesn't help. <laughs> uh, speaking of wine, though, let's discuss what we're drinking because we're actually drinking uh, Rich Sweeten's bottle t- uh, during this particular episode, which is... I decided to grab, I've seen it all over the place, Gnarly Head Pinot Grigio. It's a white wine. Uh, tasting notes are that gnarly vines aren't pretty. The twisted grape vines that give our wine its big, bold flavors... Uh, have struggled and survived by digging deep. That's where the good stuff is, and the at the edge of what's possible. Arpino Grigio. Grapes, what did you just say? That's where the good <laughs> stuff is. All right. Colon at the edge of what's possible. So yeah, it's interesting. Okay. Uh, Arpino Grigio grapes come fully loaded right off the vine with juicy and bright layers of peaches, honeysuckle, and lemon zest. That walk the edge between luscious and crisp. Sedgy and refreshing wine pairs brilliantly with everything from spicy stir-fry to bacon-loaded salads to chili lime chicken. Chili lime chicken sounds so good. Mm. That does sound very good. Uh, this is good. This is, uh, uh, in my mind, this is a citrusy. You mentioned peach, which is uh, the, the, the citrus and the peach are not exactly the same. But like they, when you mention peach, I'm like, oh, yeah. I can get the peach in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting the peach in this. Yeah. Also, my, my taste buds are going through a loop because we've alternated between like a drier white wine to like a, a very rich and dry red wine to this. And my my to and my my taste buds are like, well, okay, what are we doing? Mm. Let's <laughs> yeah, yeah, pick a yeah. lane, champ. Uh, but uh, but no, this is this is this is pretty good. I, I enjoy this one. Yeah. Me, me too. So uh, we've tried each other's wines. One, two, and three. What would you say? I think number one is Sean's. So, because because I'm a red wine guy, I'm gonna say mine's one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say Sean's is two, but again, this is personal preference yeah. because it's a drier. It's drier than this. This one's sweet, which is fine. Like it's, yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but it's this is a matter of. It doesn't of smell good. Palate. Did you notice that it smells uh, kind of like feet? Hmm. Let me see. Yeah, it's not that great. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a. But, Wait, would not have even thought about that. But yeah, yeah. Holy. Flavor for me, Sean's wine is number one. Mine is number two, and because I don't like reds, Matt's is number three. That's okay. I'll go with mine number one, Matt's number two, and this one number three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Yeah, hey, man, it's a good they're, wine selection here. Yeah, they were all good. Like, I'm yeah. not. They're not. They weren't like huevos. That's but... the thing. It's like yours. Like, I put yours at three, and I'd still put it like like a B minus B. Yeah, yeah. Like it's still yeah. pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good job by us guys. We good did job. a great job. Good we, job. We didn't get huevos this time. No. no. Yeah, that was my that was my one fear when Rich uh, suggested this that that like. Listen, you're my boys and all, but like that one of you would bring some like horrible bottle of wine and well, just like tank look, my afternoon. Look, we know the troll is Tim. Yeah. And true. not because of his size. Although like, it is because of his size, too. Although it does help. <laughs> yeah. Um, it does help he, that he, he can would, fit under any bridge. Yeah. He would bring the huevos. Mm-hmm. You know he would. Yeah. This is an egg wine. Like literally an <laughs> egg wine. 
Uh, not good stuff. Now, Rich, you have our final round of questions. I do. And again, brosequestions at gmail.com if you want your question answered on the air. But uh, what's first? First question. Uh, we kind of went over this. Um, have you ever had your fortune told? Yes. I went to Ren Fair when I was like 13, and they did my fortune there. And I don't remember any of it. <laughs> not a not a thing. In fact, I think I was, I was keeping a journal at the time. And I think Hi. I went down and wrote, went home and wrote. Uh, it was like one of my first entries in this journal was telling me what the fortune teller told me. Oh, nice. And uh, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Uh, yeah. I think that was the, the one time. I, I've, I've, I've actively avoided other places that do that kind of stuff. But I, I can tell you that at least once I've had my fortune told. Do you think your parents might still have that journal, one of them? Not a chance. No. No. Uh, if they, Well, here's the thing. If they did, then my next question is, then where are all the Pokemon cards that I had that are actually worth some monetary value now? Sure. Because if you got rid of the, if you kept the journal and got rid of those, then we're going to have a conversation. <laughs> uh, no. So I, I, I do not think so. But I have had my fortune told. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? Uh, I like a tarot card reading the one time. That's pretty much it. I've never actually gone to like a professional psychic or anybody like that. Yeah, no, I've never, never done that. I've always wanted to. I have always wanted to go in and not say anything and see what they would say. But like, I know, I know how their tricks are done. I just don't know how to do their tricks, which is why I don't really bother. It doesn't mystify me. So you don't believe in fortune telling? No, no, I believe in ghosts. I don't believe in fortune telling. <laughs> I'm not a crazy person. <laughs> You freak. Uh, Sean, what is... Uh, do you, have you ever had your fortune told? I've never had my fortune told, uh, mostly because I, it just doesn't interest me at all. Like, yeah. it's just... Like, I think it's it's interesting, I guess, insofar as, like, cold reading and stuff like that. Like, that is a legitimate skill to have, but... Actually, what is, what is cold reading? It's like... Um, it's basically how they do it. Like, you, you say, like, oh, somebody died here that started with an M. And they're yeah. like, okay... And you're like, or you just, it's it's like a astrology where you just say something general, mm-hmm. like specifically general. Right. Where it's like, is this, is it going to apply to you? Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. yeah. You're casting a pretty wide net. Yeah. It's, 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 to put it very lame, it's really good guesswork. And it's really like any mystifiers, any mysticism, it's just they're, they, they're, they have a key set of things that they always ask that, that the way you answer gives them what they're going to say to you to help with your fortune or with your, yeah. your future. And I think it's, it's fine that this is happening. Like, I don't think anybody, mm-hmm. I don't think, I think there's like the people, uh, who charge for like uh seances and stuff like that like you're taking advantage of people who Mm -hmm. are in mourning and i don't really like that but i think psychics in general are just like who cares that's the same reason why astrology is just like one of those things that like look i think the the, i would say 95 percent of the people that i know who like read their horoscope and do all that uh do it for fun because they're just like oh you know i'm a virgo (laughs) like like I, i i don't know anybody who's just like Oh, the reason I don't like them is because they're a Taurus and I'm a Cancer. Like I don't know anything like anybody like that. So if it's just like a fun little thing that you're just like, oh, that's, yeah, this is a cool like five minute time waste. You're gonna read my horoscope today. That's fine. I, I have no, I have no care for it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, like, you know, whatever. Have fun as long as you're not obsessing over it. I guess it's you know everything to a healthy, not junk, junky kind of degree. I've I've been told by two women 
we can't date because I've dated Leos in the past and it's ended very, very, very well. Hard. They're doing you a favor, yeah. like <laughs> pulling out at that point, like because look, man, if if they're, if they're gonna lead with that, then what else? Like, come yeah. on, like, what, what else is like, what else is back there in the portfolio we, that they're gonna flip to some we, other time? We would end up talking, and I'd like this is early on talking, and I'd be like, yeah, my birthday's in August, August what? August third, because I think it's like August first and prior is not Leo; it's whatever is before Leo. So like they would ask, I'm like, oh, August third. They're like, yeah, this isn't gonna work. I'm like, why? I've dated Leos in the past. I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like, I'm a. I've been told I'm not like most Leos, but B, it's fucking bullshit. Like, just yeah. because my birthday happens at a certain moon phase, like, did you try to tell them that you're not like most Leos? I have. I yeah. have. Didn't work. I mean, we went on one of them. We went on two dates, and then we stopped dating. So. I saw a meme today that was astrology is birthday racism. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't, can't. I mean, it's like the sneeches. Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, we don't associate with people who are born under that star. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, what is, what's uh, next, Rich? Uh, next up is, uh, what's your number one karaoke song? I, Boy, it's hard to pick number one. It is. Mm-hmm. I like um, I like big butts. <laughs> oh, baby got back. Baby got back. Yeah, yeah. That song. I I like to do that song, because everyone knows it. And right. It's, it's just fun. Yeah, yeah. It's not too taxing. Mine's uh, "Dance the Night Away" by Van Halen, because for a couple of reasons. One, uh, David Lee Roth is not a phenomenal singer, which is right in my wheelhouse. Uh, as far as range goes, like he's only got, yeah, his range is not very sophisticated. So it's, you know, right in my range. Uh, I love that song. And uh, because, because a lot of the time, if it's young people doing karaoke, uh, you know, that they'll pick newer stuff. I'm like you know, newer being like nineties and two thousands and things like that. Um, but like you, you really satisfy like the eighties metalheads or like the, the, people who dance to this at their homecoming when you do a Van Halen song and you appear to be under the age of 35 because mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, this guy gets it. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I usually go with that one because it's like a, it's a good catchy song and uh, kind of a crowd pleaser. Mm-hmm. What about you, Rich? Um, I, I, I haven't really been to karaoke often enough to uh, actually have a number one, but generally something Disney. Um, I, we've always talked about play, uh, doing uh, Make a Man Out of You, but like even more recently, I I I I jump at the, uh, the the chance to do like Let It Go, just because I love making fool of myself. Um, and like the Moana soundtrack is so good that I just love singing that. Yeah, Sean knows. Yeah. I do. I've been <laughs> playing it a bunch recently. Alice just got back into it. Nice. Ooh, yeah. Uh, and even um. I know it's not Disney, but the the the, I think it was Paramount or Universal. Uh, Sing, they, they, that 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 movie. That's a really good soundtrack as well. That like, yeah, generally Disney songs are, are where I go to because you're usually singing in a group of people at karaoke, so it's safe to sing. It's with crowd everyone. pleaser. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a crowd pleaser. Everyone loves it. Everyone will sing with it. Yeah. Um, but I even on my way here today, I was listening to the song. Uh, we don't believe what's on TV by Twenty One Pilots, and I'm like, I wouldn't mind doing this on karaoke. This would be fun. Twenty One Pilots is a uh, genre crossing enough that I yeah. think you get away with that. 
and it's that's in their earlier stuff where like you could get away with um uh, doing a karaoke of that song it's not like some of their newer stuff that's not very karaoke like any other karaoke hits you guys would do Mm-mm. no but i think there is this weird stigma against doing disney songs but it's like everyone knows them yeah why would you mm-hmm. why would you not do that yeah um yeah, do do disney like or, or i mean look do whatever you're happy with but like uh disney like everybody knows it you're gonna get parents who like it you're gonna get kids who grew up on disney like you you can have strong opinions against Disney, but even the people who don't like Disney are going to know and like or have positive feelings about one Disney song and go with that. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I like you know Hakuna Matata or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's a good, catchy song. So. If I could, I would even go as far as um, the, the ska band Suburban Legends has a Disney cover album because they... They they had a stint at Disneyland where they did cover songs in ska. I would do one of their songs. Mm. Legends is good. Uh, what's next, Rich? Um, if a song played every time you entered a room, what would it be? Well, Sean would I'd continue with "Baby Got Back." I assume. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Baby Got Back, just yeah. blaring every time I enter a room. If you're not wearing shades, you put them on as soon as you walk in. <laughs> but here's the thing: you got to enter the room backwards now. Mm, yeah, I'd moonwalk into every room. It's a shuffle. And then I like big butts, and then you turn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would you guys? Uh, what song would play as you guys walk into a room? Hmm. Uh, it would be the Cheers theme song every time I walk in. That's pretty good. The Cheers song is good. Yeah. Uh, there was a period of time that every morning when I woke up. It was like from like age 14 to like 19. Every morning I wake up, for whatever reason, Back in Black was in my head. <laughs> Every single time. <laughs> Without fail. It could be Sunday before church. It could be Tuesday before school. It could be whatever. Every morning, the first... Like, dan, 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 like every time. So I'm just going to go with that. I don't know if that's a good idea. I... I like that as long as it's just the intro riff. Nothing else. Like, like, keep keep that out of it. And just, like, as you're walking in, the dun, 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 and then just get to the and then that's that's your intro music. Just like, a stinger? Yeah. Like, like an eight-second stinger of the intro to Back in Black? I, I, I like that idea. I like yeah. that plan. Uh, Sean, what about you? I don't know. Baby Got Back was such a good answer. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, yeah. I'm going to stick with that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. Dun, 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 dun. Well, the thing is, you can have that bass line as the lead in, so it'll be like, oh, Sean's coming. He's just walking up to the door, and then the doorbell rings. I like big. Any other any other ideas for this? It would be Ice Ice Baby, just so I would get people mad because it's not. Um, it's not under pressure. It's not, not under pressure. Under pressure. Yeah. So your goal is to make people upset every time you show up. I mean, it already happens. So. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> Rich, what's next? Uh, next song. Uh, not next song. Uh, next question. On vacation, are you the relax by the pool type or the get up and go adventure? That's interesting because I think I lean more the adventuring type, but I got both as a kid. 
And I think that was nice because my mom was much more the adventuring. We have to have every second of our vacation planned out so we can hit all the historical sites, see all the sites, do all that good stuff. And my dad was much more, we're going to, we're going to chill. We're gonna relax, like or look. We're just yeah, like we we're in Cooperstown. Yeah, we can go see the the baseball hall of fame, but like it's just nice to just relax mm-hmm. the Lake Osega and everything. So uh, I would say I'm a little bit more the adventuring type, and my wife is a little bit more the relaxing type. But we we both will will acquiesce to the other side of it pretty regularly. So uh, what about you guys? Adventuring or relaxing? I'm both leaning more towards relaxing. Like, when I go on a vacation, I want to have stuff to do. I want to be able to do stuff. But I want there to be enough time in between. To the, like, uh, like say it's a, a five-day vacation. On day uh, one and one, like, you get there, and then you have five days, and then you leave on the sixth day. On day one, uh, three, and five are just relaxed. But on day two and four, you're doing stuff. You're out. You're going. But, like, I want more relaxed and chill time than I do actually, like, adventure time. But Mm -hmm. I do want there to be a little bit of, like, stuff to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's hard because if you spend six days just not doing anything, you're just like, well, what did I do? It's (laughs) I might have told this in the past, but, like, I went to the Outer Banks for my first time, like, years ago. And I didn't have any money. I didn't have any cash to do anything. I just paid for the uh, house, my room. And... The entire weekend, I was just sitting there doing nothing. So it was like, uh, by like Wednesday, I was bored. That I was like, you know what? I hear that there's a, 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 a lighthouse on the on the island. I don't have a car. I'm just gonna walk to the lighthouse. And so like I started walking, and about half hour into. Uh, Ocracoke? Coke. I don't know. I don't remember. There's it, a bunch of lighthouses. I was yeah, just it, guessing. It would have been. It would. It's on the in, inner part of the island. Um, but so I was like, I'm just going to walk to the lighthouse and check out the lighthouse. Uh, I, I was told it was like a mile away. Apparently it was like four or five, but like, I got like a half hour down the beach. See you Tuesday. It was, it was four or five on the other side of the Island. So like I was on the beach and I was just walking down the beach expecting to find one. Um, I get a half hour down and it starts to rain. So I turn around and go back to the house. I was like, all right, I got out. I did something like it was nice. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Are you more the adventurer or the relaxer? I'm a relaxing guy. Yeah. Yeah, I love, like, on a vacation, reading a book by the pool and just chilling. Because, like, you have to be, when you have kids, you have to be adventure guy. Like, you have to do stuff. And so it's really nice to... You get... seek out the opposite. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So I, I am forced into the adventure guy... Uh, niche or whatever mm. but i i do prefer to just relax yeah this is a good good way to have both like you get you need both a little bit if you're going on like a long vacation because like mm-hmm. otherwise you're just like boy I, I felt like i just wasn't on my feet the whole time if you just load up on activities but uh you know you also want to just sit there because like if i just like we went to the outer banks a couple weeks ago and it was nice to just sit at the beach uh and relax for for a little under a week uh, but we did a little bit of stuff. We did some, you know, seeing some sites. Went to to I want to say it was Coke Island, uh, and uh, went to see the. Uh, there's a big crud. What is it called? Uh, it's, it's a great vacation. Can't remember the names of any of the places that we went. Uh, <laughs> but it was a, a big living dune, uh, and I can't remember the name of it. It's a national park down there. 
Uh, it's going to drive me crazy. But uh, but we did that on one of the first days. I'm glad we did because otherwise it's like, look, I love sitting on the beach and just reading, but I wouldn't have felt as fulfilled coming home if all we did was sit on the beach and read for yeah. six days. And if, if you're going to have one of those like chill and relax vacations where you don't do anything and like you're you're obviously going to bring stuff for you to do while you have that downtime. You got to make sure the stuff you're bringing to do is something different than what you would do at home. So, for instance, if I'm going on vacation for a chill and relax, even though I'm bringing my video games for some downtime, on those days I'm doing nothing, I'm not touching the video games. I'm taking a vacation from those as well and, like, maybe doing board games or reading a book or something instead. Mm-hmm. Jockey's Ridge State Park. That was the one I was thinking of. It's like the, one of the few sand dunes that you can walk all over. It's yeah. awesome. It's like walking through a desert, which is much more interesting and much more pleasurable <laughs> than walking through excuse me walking through a desert makes it sound yeah uh rich what's next uh next question uh do you consider yourself religious or spiritual or slash spiritual so it's interesting i was raised catholic and i i am still catholic uh i i've grown less religious but i'm still uh i i feel like Somebody says like I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. It's like sometimes it's a bit of a cop out. Where it's just like like just say you're agnostic, it's fine. Uh, you know, <laughs> I've I have no I have no qualms with that. Um, I, I here's what I think. I think I, I consider myself religious in this sense that like culturally I'm Catholic, and uh, there are a lot of the Catholic traditions that I still enjoy, and I, I still ultimately think that there is there is a a no matter how much you drill down scientifically, you know, bing, bang, uh, bing, bang, bing, bang, bing, 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 uh, <laughs> bing, bang, yeah, you know how the bing, bang happened, uh, but like <laughs> yeah, even the big bang, like there's so much that science can explain. There's so much that like, you know, we as humans now understand that we didn't, you know, thousands of years ago when a lot of these religions were established, but there's always going to be like, okay, but why? Okay, but why? Okay, but why? And if you just, okay, but why enough, eventually there's just, there's, cause it just happened and it's like, okay. A but lot why? of that could be coincidence, yeah. But there's there's sort of like a, a catch all, like I said, like a like a there's some other force somewhere, uh, and so that, that that's what I kind of think about spirituality. I think that there's absolutely something there is there is a higher power in some way, shape, or form. Uh, but uh, it is is I think it was I'm gonna guess I think it was Aquinas. It was like that thing which no greater thing can be conceived. Uh, and I think that's what it is. And humans, we are never going to be able to conceive it because we're dumb humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're never going to get it completely right. So uh, that is my answer. Is like a little bit of both. Uh, what about you guys? I I, li- I like to lean more towards spiritual and like I I have I'm not like super like believe that there is something out there, but I'm like except for ghosts, except for ghosts. But like that's <laughs> that's kind of where I'm coming from. Like. There is, there has to be, or like I, there's, there's hope that there is, there's, there's hope that there's something more than just 80, 90 years on earth and that's it. Like I, that's that. So like, but I don't believe to honor whatever is out there needs to be done in that specific set of like either or any of the organized religions. It should just be in, in a way to be a good person essentially. And so like, that's kind of where I lean towards spirituality is like just like what is out there is everything and just be good to everything and hopefully that's enough or something like that like I don't know it's it, it religion is religion and spirituality for me is a tough topic because I was never most of my life I we only went to church on uh, Christmas Eve 
And then my dad was in a bad car accident, came out fine, only messed up his leg or, or, or like his shin or something. I can't remember. And that's when my mom was like, God saved him. We have to go to church. And then we fell out of church. And then it's just, it's, it's, it's always like a, a love hate relationship with thinking of religion and spirituality for me, because I'm just like, if, if it is true, why is all this bad shit happening? Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's where I don't understand if, if God made us in his image and if God wants everyone to be good and, and whatever and blah, blah, like why is bad shit happening then? Like, why is he letting bad shit happen? Why is he letting the coronavirus destroy the planet? Why is he letting, uh, uh we ate fish on Fridays because we ate fish on Fridays and wear Saturday linen. We deserved it. Sorry. And wear, wear linen clothes. It's like, no, like that's, that's, if he's uh, like all knowing and, 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 and forgiving, he's not going to care if we ate fish on Fridays. Like it's just, it, some of the rules just don't make sense to me, which is why I lean more towards spirituality than religion. Sean, consider yourself religious or spiritual. Well, I also grew up Catholic. I went to Catholic school my entire life. Every school I ever went to. Mm. Um, but like, I don't know. I think I'm like a real staunch agnostic where it's like I really legitimately just don't think you can know. Mm-hmm. I think it's impossible to know what what's going on if there is a god or if there isn't and i honestly and to be to be honest i don't think it matters i think you just have to live your best life yeah like i think if whether or not there is a god you just have to be the best you you can be in the time that you're given on earth because if if this is it like you just yeah you have to make the best of it you can't just i i think it's silly to be like well i'm waiting for my reward and and act i think it's a very childish way to act Mm -hmm. to be like i i believe that there's this reward coming after so i'm going to be good because of that and i think you should just be good in and of itself but so i i don't but i don't consider myself very spiritual either i think it kind of got beaten out of me a little bit yeah by by going to those those damn nuns the freaking rulers and everything Mm -hmm. uh no that's an interesting way because i i do think there's certainly a a group of the of the religious who see you know getting into the great beyond or whatever it is as it's a set of rules and a set of of like check boxes that you need to check in order to be like hey see look i i did everything i read the book i i did everything that you asked for and i made it and then there are other people who get a genuine utility out of helping people uh who get a genuine like personal uh utility out of you know, donating their time or donating their money or just being a genuinely good person uh, who don't have a, an ounce of religion in them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they, they live, they but they get fulfillment out of doing good deeds. And it's not just, you know, you know, toiling and suffering and like, oh, I'm just doing this good deed so I can get into heaven and all that. Mm-hmm. So it is interesting because I, I, I would think that if there's, a, if there's a higher power out there, they would look at this and be like, look, just because you didn't... <laughs> Because you didn't do it exactly the way it says in you know you know the, the book of numbers yeah then just because you did it you're you, look you did it you did what I was looking for like yeah. you, you made it happen you you were like you 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 did work in my image you 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 were a good person and you you better the lives of those around you come on in yeah. we're gonna yeah. party it up you in here it. yeah in 
pseudo heaven. Like it's it's not gonna be if if there is a heaven, if there is beyond, like it's not gonna be the good place where it's like, oh, you ate from this place that takes communist tomatoes or something like that. Like no, it's not. It's not gonna be like that. Like there, the, it, God would have more to worry about than what tomatoes you're eating. From. The point is, a staunch capitalist, I'm very against communist tomatoes. <laughs> but you know, they're, they're destroying our will to work. <laughs> but it, and, and it's like you, you just like you like you said, John. You strive to be the best you you can be, and if if there is something after that, and you being the best you makes you go to the good place and great you go to the good place but if the if there is nothing beyond and you mm. strive to be the best you can be and you help other people you leave a lasting impression which then potentially changes other people to be good people and you left in a good place mm-hmm. so either way it's a good place don't do it just specifically to get to heaven do it to be a good person mm. heaven should not be the goal heaven should be the outcome i guess if you're looking, for like, you're looking for like the icing on the cake. Like heaven yeah. is, heaven's the icing. It's like, hey, you were a good person. You made the, li- the lives of those around you better. And hey, look, on top of it, you were right. Uh, yeah. Heaven's here. Yeah. It's right here. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah. As, as a bonus, you were right. And you get to, to be on the fluffy cloud and, and play okay. volleyball with Jesus or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If that's what happens, sure. <laughs> it says it in Mark. I, I want to I play. <laughs> is, there, is there a kickball cloud? I want to play kickball with Jesus. Uh, no, actually, kickball is what causes uh, the Book of Revelation. Okay, okay. <laughs> a, re- a really particularly bad kickball tournament with uh, with the Apostle Paul. What about squash? Uh, squash was invented by the Egyptian pharaoh, and actually, squash doesn't exist. It was drowned in the uh, the parting of the sea. Okay, so squash is at the bad place. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, at the bottom of the Red Sea is very bad. <laughs> uh, all, all the squash players got washed away when Noah left. Uh, not Noah, Moses left uh, left Egypt. Mm-hmm. He brought everybody. That's actually what you do is is, is in order to when when the what was it the uh, the God the name of the saint spirit of death. That came to this isn't a good joke anyway. This is stupid. Uh, moving on. I was you're, gonna you're going. You're going no, beyond no, any of my knowledge. No, I, I was trying to. There. What is angel of death? The angel of death. When the angel of death came through uh, Egypt, and all of the, uh, the the Jews who lived in Egypt had like the smear of blood from the lamb on their door. Uh, that's actually an urban legend. They were just the, the, the spirit of the angel of death came through, and if they saw somebody playing squash outside. They actually went and slaughtered them mercilessly, uh, and the, the, the way that the, the Jews escaped that is they decided, well, I'm not going to play squash. Then is the angel of death out here coming up and kill me with all the squash players? Surely, inside, not playing squash is the way to go in this situation. Yeah, the blood yeah. thing was just a happenstance. Yeah, yeah it was, <laughs> that's what they were doing every night anyway. They, they were they were painting. They were actually all just painting their their houses. It wasn't actually blood. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was like they wanted to. They all wanted to paint their houses red. Uh, but they're like, God, red paint hasn't been invented. So what are we gonna do? And then they saw these sheep around, you know, in Egypt, and and, uh, and they're like, I've got an idea. Yeah. Uh, what's next, Rich? Before I go to hell. <laughs> uh, subject: Alien brain slugs. Uh, what traits of your fellow bros are so intrinsic? To their identities that you would immediately be able to diagnose your bro with a brain parasite if said traits were suddenly missing. From Charlie Brown. So this is sort of the inverse. is a, a Twitter meme of like, you know, post the tweet that you would send to everybody if you were trying to let them know that you've been kidnapped. 
Like, it, like right. when, and say something that's so antithetical to the way you would normally behave. This is sort of an offshoot of that. So what behavior would be missing or different about one of us that would tip you off to the fact that your brain was infested with parasites? Hmm. Hmm. This is a very good question. Very interesting. I like this. I'm trying to think what I would, what I look for in a normal Sean and Matt to know mm-hmm. that it's them and not a doppelganger. I think what would happen is ultimately we would order like food or something for the evening and you'd be like, yes, I'd like a loaf of Stroman's bread, please. <laughs> I would love all of the gluten. Yeah. I'd be like, first of all, interesting that you want to order that from the Olive Garden. But uh, secondly, hmm, bread. Hmm. Um, on, on that note, it would be, uh, and this I would know would be a brain parasite in both you and your wife, Matt, would be you'd have a party. And there would be no gluten-free options at all. Yeah, that's true, like, yeah. <laughs> you guys, and I yeah. absolutely love and appreciate it, but you guys go above and beyond. Here's our stack of bread pudding. Here's our, our chili, which has no gluten in it, but we decide to throw bread in there just for fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, you guys are having a party. I come over, I'm like... That's a, hold on, that's a, wait, I just want to point wait. out real quick, and I, I yeah, we, we do make an effort to do that for you, but that is a high standard to set... Uh, that if like one time we just forget <laughs> that like well that's it they, they, they he's they, got a brain parasite the, the Zorbons have taken him and because <laughs> like, I because for, I forgot to use like gluten free panko breadcrumbs <laughs> or something uh, this is mildly terrifying to me now look you've guys raised some high expectations for me now so <sighs> rough deal <laughs> um hmm. I don't know though I don't know I don't. I don't know from... Sean would be like, unironically blasting Roland by Limp Biscuit on his way Because, <laughs> like, I would say he'd be eating meat, but you've said in the past, like, if we did, like, a I've seen wing... Sean eat meat before. Yeah. Well, we... But, like, you've said, like, if we did, like, a wing cook-off or a wing test, like, you would come out a vegetarian to, 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 to join in mm. on that and stuff. So, like, I know you're not super against it, and you if something was... If mm. something... If you wanted to, you would eat it. So I'm like, I wouldn't say meat. Um, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I, I know, actually. Okay. If you were on time. This <laughs> is like a... Oh, I've been roasted. It's like, it's like Bizarro Seinfeld. When, uh, you ever see the episode of Seinfeld where they have like Bizarro Jerry? Oh, the, uh, Jerry and Kramer switch apartments because of the, uh, roast, the, 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 ro- uh, Kenny Rogers sign outside. Uh, I, was yeah. that the same episode? But yeah, so, so well, Elaine is dating like Bizarro Jerry. And, like, oh, yeah. They've got yeah. like a cast of characters that's like the opposite of all of them. Right. And the, the, my favorite one is, uh, their, their equivalent of Kramer is this guy named Feldman and he just knocks on the door. He's like, hey, I'm Feldman. It's Feldman. From next door, and they're like, "Ah, oh, Feldman!" Because instead of like <laughs> blasting through the door, yeah, it's yeah. Feldman like being very polite. That's so, the, the exact image I had when you were picturing Sean like showing up on time or something, <laughs> where it'd just be like five minutes. Like, hey, I got here a little bit early. What's going? On? Can, can I? <laughs> Sean, <laughs> Sorry about okay? that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Like, hold on, let me just load my rifle. Uh, <laughs> Sean, how would you know that uh, Rich and I have brain parasites? Hmm, I think mm. if Richie. If Richie was uninterested in video games, yeah, or it, the gluten is a very good answer. <laughs> yeah, but I think mine for you would be if like somebody was like genuinely expressing like, "Hey, look, I'm, I've been feeling a little bit anxious or depressed or yeah, like I like like I've been, I've been in my own head with a lot of this, and especially with the way the world's going." And you respond with, 
well, stop being such a little bitch then. <laughs> and just go way off, uh, yeah. <laughs> like not not feeling or empathetic, no emotional IQ. <laughs> uh, as I would say, let's say like an uh, emotional IQ of zero is what I would attribute to your brain parasite. I think if Matt decided not to do something without an excuse, okay. If you were just like, if you were just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, I don't, I, I don't want to do, do this. I ask you to do stuff, and you'll be, you'll always have a reason that you can't. Like, mm-hmm. you're never just like, nah, I don't feel like. No, nah, double birds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, and by the way, never ask me again. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because <laughs> no, I don't feel bad. Like, I'm like, look, I have to get like. There's usually a reason. Yeah. There's usually a reason if I can't show up for something, or if I can't pull off a project by a deadline, or whatever. Like, you know, and I and I want to justify it. Like, look, I'm not just being a dick here's the deal here's yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on in my life yeah. yeah and so if you didn't if you didn't give me that out yeah. i think i'd be like what's going on yeah, yeah, yeah nah anyway talk to you later <laughs> uh one other for both of you is uh you're at a trump rally and you're not protesting it you're actually at a trump rally. You're just at a trump rally. that's a level of political engagement that i simply do not have whether protesting or or being there in favor of it where i'm like waving the flag and everything like yeah Dishwasher should be the way they were before. <laughs> like that kind of thing. Uh, for Tim, it would be um, saying like, you know what? I am going to join your fantasy football league this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just a, a, renowned, a renewed interest in, in professional sports yeah. beyond finding a player that's of comparable height to him and wearing his jersey. <laughs> He'd start, start going off on sports statistics. Be like, Tim, you... Tim, you need to sit down. Are you okay? He's like, it pops out. He suddenly has like strong opinions about like revenue sharing in Major League <laughs> Baseball. Like, he's like, we really need a salary cap. I'm like, okay, dude. Yeah. Look, I, I was already concerned about it because he agreed with my take last session. So, yeah, like, it's true. maybe maybe that's the problem. He's getting the, the slugs extracted from his brain today. Um, all right, what do we got next, Rich? Are we up next. Uh, where is it? Who's currently your least favorite politician in America right now? And that was uh, submitted by Brian Everett. All right, Brian. My least favorite politician. It's probably Joe Manchin. Mm. He's just like, just such a fucking do-nothing piece of shit. Here's the the thing, though, about Manchin. Uh, Of the two of them, because the the, the two uh, main characters are now him and Cinema. Manchin at least is like saying whether it's to Congress or whatever, like it seems like he's actually saying like, I want it to be at this level. I, I want, I want the bill to be at this level. I want X, Y, and Z to be stricken from the bill. And like, you might not agree with it, but like he's saying something with yeah. cinema. It's just like, I want chaos. Oh, yeah. Like I'm not, I, I don't like it. It's, it's like, but I'm not telling you why. And I can tell you why I don't like the <laughs> infrastructure. Bill. You might be, mm. you might be right. I, cause I think, I think the problem is with, mansion it's always not going to be enough like any anything that you present him with he's going to be like here's what i want but i think you're right with cinema is just like yeah just kind of shrug yeah i want all the roads to be made of like jelly or something yeah. <laughs> like, I, I i think if if i was picking between the two like like i'm not particularly thrilled with anybody in the senate mm. at this point but no. like if, I, if i'm if I'm going to pick one of those two, I'm gonna I'm gonna direct my ire at cinema before uh, Mansion because like you know I don't know C- cinema just seems like she's uh, whatever. Yeah, uh, they're both pretty close. Okay, which is interesting because uh, that that seems to be the direction that a lot of the ire is drawn, uh, which is weird because yeah I think it's because 
they're on they're on the 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 your team. Yeah, I guess. they're like, on they're mm-hmm. on my team, but yeah. they're not doing anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is where he's like, there's fifty other senators who are shitheads in, in yeah. Congress. Yeah, and... like I yeah, Mitch McConnell is probably the right answer. Yeah. Oh yeah. He he's my answer. I like he, I, I can't can't stand Mitch McConnell. I can't stand that he's been in the Senate for like what, forty fucking years or something like that. Uh, it's just I'm 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 tired of seeing that turtle's face. Wow. And um responsibility. <laughs> you need term limits. Yeah. yeah. It, it, everything we need, he's mm. stopping. And it's I just I can't stand his face, but the the other two you mentioned are next are like right underneath him. I still think it's Matt Gates. The dude, like, the dude is like a sexual predator. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're right. Uh, like that's the thing. Like if I'm going on on brand, like look, I, I am skeptical of damn near everybody in in Washington. That's not supposed to be like all sides are bad, like that kind of thing. Is like, look, there are things that the Democrats do that bother me plenty, uh, and there are things that that the Republicans do that I find absolutely reprehensible and like anti and it, it, like just antithetical to democracy and antithetical to. Uh, like separation of powers, all that, all that good stuff. Blah 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 blah. Nobody wants to hear about my principles. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but Matt Gates like d- dated like a fourteen year old or something. Like, and I might be getting the facts wrong on that, but I don't care because the dude's a creep. Uh, the dude is one of these like like Trump lights. You know, you know what? No, there's um, there's an Ohio Senate race, and both of them are not members of the Senate just yet. Uh, it's like JD Vance and Josh Mandel who are both like shitheads. No, 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 no. Okay, I'm done. I've got mine. It's Tommy Tuberville. <laughs> okay. From Alabama. The dude has no credentials except for he won a couple of football games as uh as uh head coach of Arkansas. Ah, crud, I don't remember. I think he was the head coach before Saban was the head coach. And he was not a very good he was like a, a mediocre college football coach, but he's a college football coach in the South, and he got elected to the US Senate <laughs> on those on those grounds. And all the dude does is tow Trump party lines and, and, and repeat his phrases, but like include like boilerplate football jargon in his statements, and it's just like, you know, <laughs> He was like talking to Fauci. Uh, he had like a he was there was like some Senate hearing with Fauci, and he was like, you know, we, uh, co- Doctor Fauci, uh, you know, we really need to come up. It seems like in football, you need to come up with a better game plan. Like we're looking for a better game plan from this. And and Vanthy Fauci is like, yes, Tommy, we need a better game plan. We should be like preparing for the screen pass of epidemiology or something. Like he's just a complete like unqualified dumbass uh who has not hasn't had an original political thought in his life uh but he gets reelected because he's you know because he wasn't Jeff Sessions uh so I'll say Tommy Tuberville I just can't believe that dude is a senator <laughs> I can't believe this motherfucker is a senator I'm uh I'm going to go one He more. ran I thought it was a joke <laughs> like, <laughs> like he got pr- Jeff Sessions again shithead in his own right got primaried because by Tommy Tuberville <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm going to add one more because he's rallying again for 2024. Fucking Donald fucking goddamn fucking Trump. It's, he hasn't announced his uh, he, candidacy. Uh, he's rallying again, though. Like, there, there are Trump rallies going for... Yeah. What, I, I don't know. Whatever he's trying to do. He's running again. He's running again. That's and, depressing. And it's like... Well, he's running again just so he can stay out of court. Yeah. He's finally being deposed in court for one of these like sixty lawsuits they kept kicking the can down the road for because of executive privilege, mm-hmm. uh, maybe not executive privilege, but like the the idea that like, he's stalled in court. He's finally getting deposed for some of this, and he's like, I, "This has to stop." Yeah. 
This is why that full impeachment at the end after he was out of office needed to go through so he couldn't run again. So this is all done, but nope. And so, yeah, we get to see his face in the news again for the next four years plus years potentially and i don't want to deal with it you see he started his own social media platform yeah uh i can't remember what somebody it's called. uh somebody registered as donald trump yeah. Oh, yeah and then and then i posted like a picture of like a, a pig scrotum or something like that sure yeah. why not one of the terms of service of the the social media platform is that you're not allowed to say mean things about the social media platform. <laughs> I don't know what it's it, called, it's, but like if you went on, you know, like like you know, Trump book or whatever, and been like, oh, Trump book sucks. Apparently, you're violating the terms yeah. of service and can get kicked it's, off. It's a snowflakes. N- a non a non woke. <laughs> it's a non woke um, uh, social media platform. Yeah, <laughs> you can't be woke, but you also can't say mean things about our president with his tiny baby hands. Uh, yeah, and uh, his and his um. Uh, uh, toadstool like penis. Um, penultimate question. Penultimate question. <laughs> Pen. <laughs> uh, again, so also submitted by Brian Everett. Hey, Brian. Uh, out of all of the bills you receive each month, which bill do you think is the dumbest? Um, this the the, the one that comes to mind isn't a monthly bill; it's a quarterly bill. It's one that all three of us get. It's the goddamn CCMUA bill. Because for the for the sewage, Camden County, yeah, municipal utility sewage. Mm. Because I have two sewer bills because of that. One for Belmar, and one for Camden County. Camden County is the only county that does that. There shouldn't. Well, I shouldn't get two sewer bills. But mo- mm. a lot of some municipalities in 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 Camden County don't have a normal sewer bill and use CCMUA as theirs. Mm. But I should. Why do you get two? I mean, I, other, I get, other than the fact that just Camden wants to send you two. It's I get Belmar sewage and i get ccmua belmar sewage is 60 dollars a year and ccmua is 80 dollars every, every uh, a quarter that's six dollars for sewage and not water uh water is uh quarterly for belmar okay but it's just it makes like you also get two sewer bills i'm pretty sure we Jerry get water Hill, we get water we get once a year and you don't get a sewer bill from sure? cc mua you don't have a municipal one I, uh, I mean, they, they watch like tomorrow they shut off our septic system or something like that. But the, 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 that's the only one we get. I, okay. I, I, I thought maybe Cherry Hill had their own sewer system. Maybe they don't, but it's just like it is the way it was explained to me at my previous job was it's a a bill for the county to help pay the sewer bill, the sewer for the city of Camden because there were so many abandoned and 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 abandoned properties and housing that they needed help paying and and maintaining their sewer so they have the county help that that's great it's uh, watching rich slowly descend into his libertarian madness <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> happening baby come I'm, to I'm, our side i'm fine paying we one, have medicinal marijuana <laughs> i'm fine paying a sewer bill i'm not fine paying two sewer bills mm-hmm. one that i don't use government bureaucracy <laughs> like, man it's the bureaucracy it is, it is it is the worst bill. It is the dumbest bill. There's no reason I should have to pay two sewer bills. Yeah. There, there isn't. Sean, what's the dumbest bill that you pay every month? <sighs> the dumbest bill? I honestly don't know. There's so many bills I pay every month. I mean, I pay my student loan. I'm not gonna say like I'm not gonna be like all principal like oh that should be wiped away like <laughs> like man I went to school I didn't pay the bill. Um, yeah. So hmm. that's a good answer. I think it's. It's it is the student loan for the uh, the degree I didn't get. 
Oh, for grad school. Yeah, for grad school. Okay. So that's my dumbest bill is the one just because of myself. It's because I didn't finish my grad school degree, and so I have a bunch of debt that I that doesn't even mean anything. Dumbest shit. Yeah. Okay. But that's on me. That's a good answer. That's a good answer though. It's <laughs> a good answer because oh, it sucks. This is a yeah. constant reminder. Like, oh god damn it! Yeah, Every time. I, I should have finished. Uh, I and it's only dumb because I I I work I have FiOS and I my download speeds are seventy five up, seventy five down. I pay $80 a month when they're offering gigabit download speeds and upload speeds for $86 a month for new customers. Mm. But I can't get that fee. I can't get that charge because I'm an existing customer. So that's cable bills and internet bills, which internet should be a utility and should be provided to everyone. And you should have to pay as like you're so close rich you're so close as water and sewer to going full libertarian and then you just shift into this (laughs) (laughs) internet the internet should be free but it also should be if it's if it's anything it should be utility it should be accessible to anyone we'll we'll talk to you at our next meeting rich there's no such thing (laughs) as a free lunch uh uh dumbest bill that i have every month um i guess i would say the dumb it's not even really a bill but it is something that i pay for every month and it is the uh our chewy order for the mm-hmm. cats and i only say that because i could just go to the pet store <laughs> <laughs> i could just go to the store and get the food and the litter and the everything uh but instead i have it shipped because i we decided really i decided that we were going to put our cats like on a, a relatively healthy cat food diet even though it's unless you're feeding them like human grade food it's it's cat food man like it's all it's cat food it's all this other stuff but uh but they like this specific shit now and they have this very specific litter and everything like that it's this or you know this like corn litter it doesn't have all the like weird like clay and everything in the litter and all that and they're freaking froofy and uh you know bougie cats now uh, and so I just, ever comes in every month and it's like, I could just go to PetSmart and pick up the generic brand stuff or get, get out of Wegmans. Wegmans sells cat food. Uh, but no, no, I pay for this every <laughs> month and have it shipped directly to our house. So I will say that one. There's no other bills that we get that I'm like, oh shit, this, that, with, with this shit again, like it, <laughs> none of that. But, uh, I, I will say the chewy bill that comes home, comes home to roost on the first of every month. And I'm like, here it comes. Here comes a gigantic box of cat food. <laughs> uh, any other dumb bills you guys have? Mm, nah. Not that I can think of. Uh, let's move on then, Rich. We got one more. It's the final question, everyone. Uh, what are you trying to get better at? One-on-one conversations. Okay. I'm, answer. I'm bad at having conversations one-on-one. Like, I, I'm bad at conversating in general um unless like unless there's multiple people then like i i always feel like i'm boring people when i'm talking and so when i'm having a one-on-one conversation i try to have them lead so that like i know that we're talking about something they're interested in and once it gets to a point where they don't have anything else to say i'm afraid to talk about anything i want to talk about because i don't want to bore them so be like all right that's it and turn around and walk away or the end the conversation like i want to get better at having one-on-ones with people 
because I don't really have a lot to talk about, especially because still kind of stuck in the house with the pandemic. All I'm doing is playing video games. This is a bad podcast for you since all of us, the, 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 the one like constant in the show is us not paying attention to what the other people are saying. <laughs> so you'd be like, oh, God, I feel like I'm boring people. What? Huh? What? Huh? 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 What? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. See, I know, I know. I'm looking you up who got... the producer was on Limp Biscuit's third album. <laughs> yeah, like I know you guys are paying attention. It's Tim, I have to worry about, but you know what? I'm not. I'm not having. Well, he's a definitely not paying attention yeah. today. He's definitely not having one today. Yeah, he's not, today. not even here. He's uh, not, he decided to like cut out the middleman and just not show up. <laughs> yeah, it's one-on-one conversations are one of the hardest things for me to do. Sean, what's something you're trying to get better at? I'm going to, it's very similar to Rich. I'm going to say just small talk in general. Mm-hmm. I'm just very bad at it. I think I got, I've gotten really in my head about it. And so I'm just very, um, just super self-conscious. And so I don't even, a lot of times I won't even try. And so I think I just need to get better at that and just being kind of open and not really caring what, what's going on just being kind of in the just being in the moment is mm-hmm. really hard for me so i think that's what i need to work on and in that, in that sense i in that spirit mine is like focusing like concentrating on what i'm doing focusing on one thing at a time i am i multitask a lot uh like whether that's in the morning like i have a specific routine when i wake up i'm like okay i'm up at like you know 6 15 I'm up, I'm feeding the cats. And then while I'm feeding the cats, I'm brushing my teeth. And while I'm brushing my teeth, I'm putting my breakfast in the toaster oven. And then the teeth brushing's done, and I get dressed. And then I go upstairs and boot up my computer. And while I'm booting up my computer, I'm checking my credit card statement. And and it's like, boy, I could just do one of these. Like if I just did one of these, I could still get it done. Uh, And, you know, I, I wouldn't, you know, drop something while I'm cooking or I wouldn't, you know, like make a mistake at work and have to go back and, you know, fix it before I, before I submit it or whatever. Um, like I, I, I think I, I would like, I'm trying to get better at just locking in, not letting my mind wander, not, you know, thinking about like what the next thing is that I'm going to do. This is something that my father tried to ingrain in me as a kid and it didn't work. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, it's, it's just concentrate on what I'm doing uh focus on one task at a time i love multitasking uh because i i like you know getting things done in an economy of time but i think it is better and probably healthier for me to just pick one and also uh, the we talked about this on a previous episode but like enjoying one medium at a time because I've, I've gotten to the point now where like if i'm watching a sporting event i'll have my phone out and i'm looking at twitter to see how other people are reacting to the sporting event i can just watch the damn game mm-hmm. like uh, like i, I love being on Twitter for sporting events because I, you know, I love firing off jokes and you know, seeing what other people are saying, see you know how other people are reacting to the game. But I just watch it, just watch it, and then get back on Twitter. Twitter's still gonna be there in like three hours, so uh, so yeah, it's just just focusing on one thing, I guess. I would say, is is the thing I'm trying to get better at. Yeah, that nice. are, that's that's a good thing. It's good. Thing, yeah, it's it's hard to focus on one thing. Like I was, uh, Critical Role came back this past Thursday. And so I was watching the first episode. I don't often watch them when they air live, but because they just came back, I watched the live episode. And the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm checking Twitter, I'm checking their Twitter, I'm tweeting at them, I'm live tweeting, and I'm like, why don't I just watch it? I just need to watch it. And there were things I missed because I wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. That like I rewatched it because I fell asleep the next day, and I was like, oh, I didn't catch that, I didn't catch that. And even while I was rewatching, 
at the same point, I started checking Twitter or Facebook or whatever. And I lo- I missed something again. And I'm like, I'm not going to rewind. I'm not going to bother. But I'm just not meant to know that because I keep not paying attention. It's, just take it in. Don't, don't, don't go all over the place. Any other things you guys are trying to get better at? Not really. I think I'm pretty great at everything. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, I think it is one thing I, I genuinely am trying to get better at, and I've had, I've had this active thought a few times, is f- finding stuff that I want to improve at, finding things that I, like, mm-hmm. because you get to a certain point where, like, especially when you, like, you have a job or you have, you know, family or other responsibilities that you're taking care of, you're just like, you know what? I'm just sort of on cruise control. Mm-hmm. Like, I have accomplished what I'm going to accomplish. I, I have gotten a, you know, a decent job. I'm, you know, I'm, I, I've acquired a decent set of skills. Like, I'm good. But like there's there's a certain amount of dissatisfaction that you have if you're not improving at something. It's why people like, you know, if you if, even if you have a job that's like completely unrelated to music, you still like, you know, I'm going to learn how to play guitar. Like or I'm still going to I'm going to mm-hmm. learn how to do X Y and Z completely unrelated to the your day job or what your other interests are because it's just like that that desire to get better at something. So I think that's mm-hmm. something else what what I want to get better at, finding stuff to get better at mm-hmm. and actively trying to improve at skills. And improve it, uh, improve things that I do already. Instead of just you know, work it, you know, getting up, doing my job, you know, and then chilling the rest of the time. Yeah, I I want to get better at everything that I do. Like Brose podcast, I love doing the show. I love listening to the show. I think we're really good, but we could always improve. Like I'm sure there's always a, an area that we could probably improve or get better at. Do, mm-hmm. Running the social medias, doing my streaming, like. I'm doing fine with those. I'm sure I could get better. I'm sure I could improve. I'm sure I could find other ways to try to pull in listeners, viewers, whatever. Like, even with work and gaming. Like, whatever games I'm playing. Like, I want to get better at those. I don't necessarily have to be the best, but I'm sure I'm doing things one way that I could have been more efficient doing it a different way. Maybe into a speedrun kind of style. Like, everything I do, I want to get better at. But my number one thing, like I said, was one-on-one conversations. I'm just like, so bad well there's something to be said about just being a more interesting person mm-hmm. because like it, you whether you want to make yourself your more appealing whether it's to peers co-workers you know potential love interests or whatever you know hey it, like in addition to my day job where i do this and my hobbies where i do this i also look i i, I go rollerblading on the weekends yeah like I, i'm just picking shit out of the air mm-hmm. but like it's like i also do this this and this because like the more well-rounded you are the more stuff mm-hmm. that you try to improve at and test yourself at and develop skills at you just become a more interesting person to be around like yeah. as you have more stories to tell you have more stuff yeah. to talk about you have you, you have more stuff to do with other people so uh that that constant strive that that strive striving to improve at whatever it is that you want to do, whether it's a you know it's a an instrument, a sport, uh, an activity, or just like a practical work skill, you know, build build up your acumen a little bit. You mm-hmm. know, people are gonna like you more. Yeah. They're gonna like you more. They're gonna be more intrigued by you. Anyway, this has been my TED talk. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that's all all the questions we had. Correct, Rich? That was the final question. Anyone with nice. a closing thought or a take? Uh, no, no. Okay. I I came. Because Tim's not here, I don't want to say anything because mm-hmm. he would then. I, I want him. I can I, take. I can I've, take Tim's spot. I, can I just feed off on disagreements. You. No, no, I don't. I no. don't actually have anything. No, nothing. I mean, I, I, the one thing I was thinking about, what I kind of talked about at the be- at the first session was Squid Games. It's fine. 
It's just okay. It's, it's fine. Been just all right with the bros. <laughs> like, it, it, like I said, it, it's nothing revolutionary. I've seen similar themes and ideas in other Eastern media that a majority of the Western world has not seen before because it's in a different language or it's a cartoon and it's good games. It's fine. Are we getting hipster sweet in here? No, I'm not saying like, oh, I watched it before it was cool. Or It's just more of like, it is it is good, and I understand where you're coming from where it's good, but there's just, there's other things out there that like are just as good, if not better, that I've seen. So I can't agree with you that this is really good because I've seen better things. You haven't because you haven't watched those things because you were against... because you're a pleb yeah because <laughs> you were you were uh, like, I, you were for whatever reason you don't like cartoons you don't like reading subtitles whatever it's that that was really the only take i was bringing in this week but we talked about it in session one yeah. so squid games baby yeah just all right one day i probably won't watch it uh <laughs> it's 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 fine. You don't yeah. you don't have to. The only I, TV show I've been watching is this really terrible show that comes on every Sunday called the Philadelphia Eagles 2021 oh season. Hell yeah! Oh boy, <laughs> we're gonna get our asses kicked by the Raiders tomorrow. Oh boy. A team that got fired their coach because he's racist, sexist, homophobe. I got I, I still got to pick my survival pool. Uh, I I generally do that Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. That's a couple options this week. Um, if people yeah. want to see any more of your survivor pool takes on Twitter, though, where can they find you? At b underscore walnuts. How about you, Sean? At hey, it's sob. Tim Hansen is on Twitter at tim r hansen, and you can follow me on Twitter at mcasnell. That's m k a s z n e l. The podcast is on Twitter at brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at Brose Podcast, and it's on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question you would like us to answer on the air, just email it to us. Just send us a little email. Just open up the little thing and be like, you know, inbox, subject, uh, bros, and send us the question. But send it to brosequestions at gmail.com, uh, and we will do our best to answer it on the air if you click the email button on instagram it goes right to brose questions you can do that dude, is it right there it's a little envelope it's just like opening up a letter remember letters uh <laughs> special thanks as always to mary o'brien who compiles our questions week in and week out uh to tess riley who edits our show to shannon vogel who designed our world famous logo uh by the way shannon vogel also did the logo for the taste figures podcast did she? uh nice. and uh she uh she she does great work uh on on artwork on on custom dice some uh, non-illustrative work if you want to find her work look her up on shannon vogel photography and art on facebook or just you know find her on etsy.com uh, and our theme music is when by steven siebert you can listen to steven's work at the free music archive all right it's time for plugs everybody rich what's going on with podcast these days and Tw- all your other stuff <laughs> twitch.tv slash b underscore one let's come check me out playing video games and chatting with the chat monday through thursday 7 to 10 generally eastern time uh, you can also go to www.one-quest.com to find all of our socials uh, and RSS feeds for both PodQuest, the nerdy talk show, as well as bonus action, a tabletop podcast where me, Sean, and a bunch of friends play some Dungeons and Dragons. And when you're done with Dungeons and Dragons, Sean, you also wake up in the morning and you throw some Frisbees. I throw some Frisbees. OB Disc Golf everywhere except Instagram where it is OB underscore Disc Golf. I co-host the Taste Fakers music podcast with Alex Casnell. Uh, if you're a music, uh, if you're, I don't want to say music nerd necessarily, music geek, but look, if you're a music nerd or music geek and you you geek out about album details, you, you, you geek out about the stories, the anecdotes, 
about the way that certain albums were produced. Or if you just want to see, hey, how are these two jamokes going to connect Def Leppard and Andrew W.K.? How are they going to connect Run the Jewels and System of a Down? How are they going to connect George Jones, one of the giants of country music, with an indie rock artist songwriter named like Craig Finn how in the world are these two idiots going to do that well you can see how these idiots are going to do it uh, on the Taste Fakers podcast comes out on Thursdays uh, and uh, you can find it on most major podcasting platforms it's a great time uh, we listen to some great music and talk about it uh, every episode and I'll also tell you guys about our friends at the Anchor Persons podcast Anchor Persons is a great news show uh, for people who hate news shows if you want to dig a little deeper than, look, you, know, you just talked about these clowns in Congress, these losers, like the, the Matt Gateses, the, the the Nancy Pelosi's, the the Kristen Cinemas of the world. Forget all those people. You want to dig beneath the headlines, beneath the stuff that the, the, the talking heads want to talk to you about. You want to hear about Estonian sports. You want to hear about uh, the latest in butt science and food crime and the emotional weather. And Greg and Gene Person, our friends at the Anchor Persons Podcast, are going to be the ones who guide you through those 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 headlines beneath the headlines. Uh, if, you're, if you're somebody who hates news shows, you're going to love this news show. It's the Anchor Persons Podcast, available on most major podcasting platforms. All right, guys, we did it. Say goodbye to the gentle listeners. Bye. bye. That was good, guys. That was, that was a good little bye there. I, that was a particularly good bye. Oh, thank I will say. you. Uh, for Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire action moves team. My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. Ding.